0: God said, after today, she shall rise from your battle. The battle of your marriage, the battle of your business, the battle of your finances, the battle of your sickness, the battle of your shame, the battle of your disgrace, the battle of your setback, the battle of the pains you don't want to forget. God said, she will rise from your battle. Now today's message with God's servant Reverend Ismaila Audu, Head Pastor ICTC Yawa Temple, Islington. We commit the service into your hands. The Lord, you will strengthen us from the inner man, and you will take charge over every situation. Grant me all Trans Holy Spirit that I declare your word in the name of Jesus to find roots in the lives of your people, that we may arise to build in every area of our life in Jesus' name. Amen. I have been speaking consistently and passionately about how we can get encouraged, how we can get challenged to be able to move on in these uncertain times. And so I've been speaking consistently on a message of Title B of Good Cheer. And I'm continuously dealing with it because we have to really get to a certain level to be able to get to push to the next level of our life. Amen. Before anything can become great in your life, there is always a need for a shaker. But you have to understand the situations or the moments within which you are to capitalize or to take advantage of it. If you cannot see it, you will not get it done. You have to understand that every challenge, every failure, in it lies opportunities. In it lies opportunities. Society has evolved, people have progressed, events have changed, nations have made it. Not because everything was smooth. It's, they made it, they broke through, they get to the level they have got into because things were not right. And anytime things were not right and the foundations are not right and there is everything, it's supposed to challenge you to be able to do more than what you can do. And it's said that both human and animals react better when they're under danger. Amen. You would not realize the potential you have until in running... Until an ascension dock is even chasing you. You forget your weakness. You forget everything. And you will take off at a pace. That you never expected. You even have that energy. You finish that race. And then you find yourself to watch. Whether you are the same person. That was running. You will jump that wall. Before you realized you have jumped it. And you've gone beyond it. Or scale over that wall. And you wonder whether you are the same person. Who really jumped that wall. Why? Because the adrenaline in you works better when it's under pressure. Eye that you have, you have the what you call the pupil. The pupil is the, the receiving sight of light. And it said that it adjusts better in darkness. So it is like the focal point of the camera. That is what they use to create the camera. When it enters into darkness where there is no light, the eye has its own way of adjusting itself to be able to give you more light to be able to even see your way through the darkness. So everything that God creates, your mind, when you relax so much with your mind, your mind becomes unproductive. But whenever your mind is consistently under work, it makes your memory to stay fresh. That is why it is said that academ- academics or academicians are able to retain their memory even at an older age than those that normally would just work about eating and doing nothing. That is why it is recommended that for you to activate your memory, it is also good for you to exercise or to be engaged. So you realize that when you go on retirement and you are not active at service, and you are not doing anything, you get retirement easily. You begin to forget things so quickly. But even as you are engaging, the more you engage your mind, the more your mind stays focused and sharp. So you can meet somebody who is around 90 years or whatever, and the person is speaking coherently, it's reasoning very well. Everything is going on is because the person is still engaged in doing something active, either reading or whatever. So reading is important because it stimulates your mind. And the more you read, the more your mind becomes alert. When you leave your mind blank without activity, you can easily get retardation. Your mind will just reverse back and you can't remember anything. So God is a wise God. Testament, God is a wise God. God is a wise God. God so you just have to understand that challenges or situations or circumstances is not for our distraction. But it is for us rather to perform what better. So you can find yourself in a disadvantaged background but if you take it positively, you push yourself up. Amen. But when you take it negatively, you get, that you get discouraged, you get despair, and you can give up and you can easily move on. It is said that Many people that are living and even at the point of death and they can still live are those that sees the challenge as an opportunity to push themselves. And whilst in that state, immediately they begin to think towards a positive direction and revive themselves. All the cells and the hormones within them begin to work together. That is why it is not the news you receive, but how you manage the news you receive is what will determine whether you leave or you get discouraged or you get encouraged. So ladies and gentlemen, it's important that whatever comes to us is not more important than how we react to it. So a wise man once said, he said, when they throw lemonades at you, or lemon at you, use the lemon to produce what? Lemonade. Are you there with me? And the another one says that if they throw stones at you, put the stones together to build a house. You cannot be able to determine what comes to you in life, but make sure that whatever comes to you in life, you can turn it around positively for an advantage in your life. Can I hear an amen? Amen. So Jesus with the disciples on the way, he has ministered to them like I said last week. He heard about John the Baptist who has been beheaded. He got um, sad. He decided to isolate himself to go and seek the face of the Lord. He entered into an isolated place and many people also followed him. When they got there as a leader as he is, because a leader always has a challenge. He has to do everything to be able to provide for the people. Every leader is being looked up by the people. So they, they always see that you do something for them. So he needs to be able to fix their situation. He asked his subordinate what could be done. They couldn't have the answer because the followers can only follow but they cannot understand and think like the leader. So the leader now have to fix the problem. He provided food for them, for the multitude that were scattered, and they ate. They got full and they were okay. Then he realized that, no, there is more work for me to do So he asked the disciples to say, look, move to the other side. This scripture I'm going to read for you the interpretation is both spiritual and physical. So follow me critical. From 22, he says, immediately Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side while he sent the multitude away. And when he has sent the multitude away, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. Now when evening came, he was alone there. Like I just read, Jesus ordered them to go to the other side. And in life, I told you last week that we all cannot stop advancing in life. Progress is critical for the existence of man and for the existence of society and for the existence of every community. Any culture, any community, any people that has not evolved or progressed and become stagnant, you, within a short period, you don't exist again. So when he said this company is not in existence, it means that they never made progress. But if they are able to make progress, they would have existed by now. It doesn't matter where the company or the the year or the age, what is important is how they have been able to evolve over the period. Coca-Cola was not started today, but they'll be able to transit over the period and they are still relevant at this time for us to enjoy. Are you understanding me? So every human being, every nation, every country you see, if you do not evolve over a period, you extinct, you go out of the way. The same thing with every human being. So progress is critical. Anytime you finish one thing, set another challenge for yourself. Set another challenge for yourself. Anytime you conquer one challenge, set another one. So if it's about school, when you finish, set another thing. If it's about business, set another thing. Because it is that which keeps you revived. It is that which keeps you alive. So Jesus said, go to the other side. And they went to the other side. He said, Well, They sent the mountain away. And when he has sent the mountain away, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. One of the things you should realize also is that don't stay longer at a place when you don't need to. Don't stay longer at a place when you don't need to. Jesus knew that he has finished with his assignment here. So he needs to move on to the other side. You have to know that life, because life is progressive, if you waste your time at a place, when your assignment or your work is finished, what happens is that you begin to make mistakes. Can I can I hear amen here? You begin to make what mistakes. You have to be able to discern in the progress of your life to be able to know that at each point where you need to transit, either in business, either in your career either in, in marriage, in whatever you are doing, you should always know where you need to change the face of something. If you don't change it, it becomes a problem. So Jesus knew that he has fed the people, the 5,000. He has fed them with food and everything. He doesn't need to stay there and begin talking to them. He needs to move on to another thing. The problem with a lot of us is that we overstay our welcome. So you always end up making mistakes that you don't need to make. The conversation is over and you continue talking. The next thing is that the very things you have built, you erode them and then you destroy them. Nowhere to exit when the need comes for you to exit. And he sent them away. He went up on the mountain by himself to pray. I told you last week that you need to build your spiritual capacity to be able to withstand what lies ahead. Because whatever lies ahead is invisible. If you don't build your spiritual capacity when they come, you cannot be able to handle it. So Jesus says, who is the one that asks them to go, can anticipate in the realms of the spirit that something lies ahead. However, for he himself, who has been demoralized by the news of the beheading of John the Baptist, what he needed to do is to go into a solitary place to call upon God for strength to be able to move on. Sometimes news can devastate you. But if you live by that news, you give up. So you always have to know when to retreat to be able to go and get more strength to face the challenge. People or issues can hit you unexpectedly. But don't let that break you. When it hits you, find a way to isolate and go and build yourself your capacity to renew your energy and come back again and behave as if nothing has happened. Don't ever show your weakness or your bleeding point to your enemy. It might look tough, it might look challenging, but pretend before your enemy that everything is alright. When you enter into your bedroom, cry As you want to cry, lament as you want to lament. But when you stand before them, let them see you that you are in charge and you are in control of the challenge. Can I hear an amen in the house? Jesus never exhibited his weakness, he never exhibited his emotions or his challenge before the crowd. You remember when he went to Gethsemane, he has to cry, but the disciples were not there, so he wept alone. Amen. You need to learn that as a man going or a woman in whatever you are doing. You'll be hit one way or the other. You can't prevent it. But when it comes, don't let your enemies know that they've gotten you. In your closet alone, when you are alone, you cannot cry on the Lord. Pray whatever prayer you want to pray. Lament all that you want to lament. God understands. And when you are out, you look strong before everybody. And they will think you are the most strongest man or woman ever. But because why? You knew where your strength is coming from. Don't lose that sight. Learn to have your own mountain. Tell somebody. Learn to have your own mountain. Your mountain is your is your place of of re, reviving yourself. Your mountain is your place of reviving yourself. Your mountain is the place where you you receive reinforcement and re energizing to be able to move on. It is on your mountain where you receive the ideas to re strategize, and it is only on your mountain. Where you can sit down and reflect on the issues of life. Get your own mountain. Don't use any other person's mountain. Know where your mountain is. When the battle gets tough. So that you can retreat to that mountain. Am I talking to somebody? When you pursue a snake. He's looking for his hole. When you see a spider. He's looking for his web. When you see a lion. In public. He will be looking for his forest. So Bible says that he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Mosai shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, is my refuge and my fortress; in him I will trust. And then he said, when the enemy comes against me, he will preserve me or protect me. Reason is because that secret place is where is that is where your mountain is. That is your hiding place. That is your cave of Adulam. When they were following David, David went to hide in the cave of Adulam. Where is your hiding place? The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runners into it and they are saved. So you always have to know where to run for refuge and for cover. In military terms, the bunker is the safest place that nothing can hit. No missile, no attack can destroy the bunker. Because the bunker is the safest place to hide when challenges come. Where is your hiding place? The problem why a lot of us get discouraged and we get despair and we give up easily is that when we are overwhelmed with challenges, we don't have a hiding place. We don't have a mountain to run to. The songwriter said, when I'm overwhelmed, I will run to the rock that is higher than I. What is that that is higher than you that you can hide in? Because every man will get to his vulnerable period. Every man will get to his devastating period. Every man, whether you like it or not, there comes a time where your light will go down. Your wife cannot encourage you. Your husband cannot encourage you. Your money cannot encourage you. Your connections cannot encourage you. But there is something That can encourage you. it's your hiding place where you draw strength from your Lord and your maker and your master to come out again and face that same difficult challenge and be able to scale over. Jesus led them to go to the other side, but he did not go to sleep. He went to the mountain to pray. He went to the mountain. Listen to me. Men cannot bear with what you tell them, but God can handle any weight. And he said, now when evening came, he was alone there. You have to learn to be alone. The problem with a lot of us is that we we want to build capacity, but we want to carry the masses away along with us. You cannot build capacity if you want to carry everybody with you. You can never be to, you can never identify yourself and what you carry if you are a yes man or a yes woman. The problem with a lot of us is that we need the validations of men before we will believe in what we can do. But you have to know that God created life that once upon a time you should be left alone. You should be left alone. Because it is in that state that is where you build capacity. You are able to assess yourself better when you are alone. It is good for men to tell you you are good but it is better for you to find out whether you are good. And you can only do that in a place of isolation. The place of isolation may look lonely, but it is not a bad idea. It is a place where you reflect and refine yourself, and then you come in. He was left alone. Tell somebody, sometimes you'll be left alone. Do you know you can be in the midst of plenty or crowd and still feel lonely? Yeah. He was alone. He said, but the boat was now in the middle of the sea, tossed by the waves. For the wind was contrary. You have to understand that the, the challenges that we face or we encounter does not always come at the beginning of the journey. It comes in the middle of the journey. It comes in the middle of the journey. So you always, whenever things are moving straight, anticipate. And ask yourself the what if. Am I talking to somebody here? You always have to prepare for the what if. What if I am no more working? What if things went bad? What if this should happen? What if that should happen? Because it is the what if that can make you to build a reserve to take care of yourself. Nobody, no nation, no human prepare for the what if. So when coronavirus came in, it took so many off their feet because they have not prepared for the what if. But life can never move on without the what if. What if? Yes, you love that job and you are going to work without excitement. You never anticipated that when you enter in there, they will hand over your, your letter of dismissal. So what if it happened? Ask somebody, have you prepared for the what if? Go to the other side. It looks okay. Everything is normal. We are cruising. We are going. And so people in business, when they start business or they are having work to do, they think the money will always be around. So he's spending the money anytime, freaking out, traveling here, doing whatever and all those things. The issue is that what if something should come in? You see, the what-if is not because you are cursed. The what-if is not because you have sinned. The what-if is not because you are, you don't believe in God or you don't have faith. There is always a what-if. Because it is part of the package of life. That is why investment, savings, vibration, anticipation, observation, and everything are critical for the development of a man's life. Because there will always be a what-if. Your boat, once a while, will be be hit by unimaginable storm. When it happens, how do you handle it? You can only survive it because you have conscientized your mind to know that there is a what if. So Jesus said that in this world, there will be tribulations. John 16. I read it the last time. He said, in this way, I have spoken to you that in me, you may have peace. In the world, you will have tribulations. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. You see, reason why people can kill for power. Hello? Kill for other things is simple. It's because they have not anticipated the what if. But if you anticipate the what if, you will know that power is transient. So anytime you have opportunity to be in power, you have to know that there is an opportunity to lose power as well. So you prepare yourself to exit. Are you understand what I'm saying? And you don't have a challenge. But when you don't anticipate the what if, you have to still fight to maintain it. So, if you look at Africa, you look at other places, you know, the person can stay longer and even doesn't want to go. The issue is simple. Civil unrest and everything is because people never anticipated the what if. Because every human being lives by survivor and lives by something that makes him okay. And anytime that space is challenged, he will wear his ugly head. But the one that is come in the face of the storm is the one that knew the what if ahead. Because you know why? He prepared in secret before that time. Because the storm might come. You never anticipated COVID. It came. Do you know what lies ahead? But you need to prepare your life. And he said, the boat was in the middle of the sea tossed by the waves. For the wind was contrary. Now in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them walking on the sea. The very thing that they are not able to handle, Jesus was handling it easy. It means that when you relate with Christ, when your relationship with Christ is deepened, it does not matter what comes against you, you you will still have the capacity to survive. Child of God, you and I are surviving certain things in our life, not because we are superhuman, but because the Lord who invited us has the capacity to take those things under control. That sickness, you survive it. That marital crisis, you survive it. That job crisis, you survive. That ministry crisis you survive. That business crisis you survive. It's not because you have smarter with ideas. It's because the one you have come to believe in has already overcome the world. So you are of good cheer. You are encouraged in the midst of the storm. You are encouraged in the midst of the challenge. You are encouraged in the midst of the loneliness. You are encouraged in the midst of the losing of your loved one. Not because of anything, but you have expectation in your God. He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. He walked on that same storm. What you and I cannot handle, the Lord is capable of handling it. Reason why we need to serve God fervently with all our heart and all our might and lean not on our own understanding that in all our ways we are acknowledging because he has already finished the issue. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. Before he gave us the command, he has already gone ahead. Child of God, that is why we need faith in him. Because the world systems cannot give us that faith. Cannot give us that faith. How many times have you not been disappointed? How many times have you not been betrayed? How many times have you not gone through things that you thought shouldn't have happened? But have you asked yourself, how did I survive what I went through? You survived and I survived. Because there is the one that has already survived. He's called Jesus. He's called Jesus. He's called Jesus. And I'm here to announce to somebody. It does not matter how low you feel this morning. Or how deep you are in that situation. If you can only look up to him. You will come through It's that hope that we need to look up to. He walked on the water. He walked on the water. At the right time. He said when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled saying it is a ghost and they cried for fear. Whatever we see without us taking our time to explain makes us to fear. Fear is natural. Tell somebody fear is natural. Fear is natural. Turn up another person fear, fear is natural. Fear is natural. It is part of the makeup of man. But fear is also neutral. Hello? Fear is neutral. It depends upon how you react to it. That fear can give you courage. Or that fear can paralyze you. It's very easy. So it is how you process your fear. So God says fear not. Fear not does not mean absence of fear. (laughs) Fear not means that there is fear. Ask somebody, as you sit down now, are you not afraid of something? Hello, give me a wave. When they saw him, they were afraid. And I showed you last week with an example. The stone that you saw, you saw the stone hanging, you saw the skies, and you thought that, hey, the stone is hanging in mid-air. And with the water under. But when they turn it the other way, you realize that the stone rather was lying in the pool of water and was not hanging. The way you look at things, perception is what communicates to you, your reaction. So be careful how you look at things and how you interpret it. Don't jump to conclusion on issues until you have finalized it. If they, if they have not Taking their time. They saw Jesus walking on the water as a ghost. They could have easily jumped into the water. And then they would have even what? Drowned. Are you there with me? Out of what? Fear of saying it's a ghost. But was Jesus a ghost? No. There are a lot of people that they get scared when their boat of life is rocked. Then quickly, they want to jump into the water of taking the easy route. I'll die. I'll kill myself. Because of one challenge or the other. He said, Pastor, leave me, let me die. You will not die. Are you there with me? Because you are not the first to have gone through what you are going through. Many men and women went through worst things of their life, but they came surviving. That sickness will not kill you. That issue will not drown you. That problem will not cause you to be destroyed. They meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. The Lord shall surely see you through and shall bring you out of that situation and that circumstance. That challenge will turn out to be your testimony. Am I preaching to somebody here? That tears will be wiped away and you will have a new dawn again because weeping may endure for the night. And joy comes in the morning. You will not forever be jobless. You will not forever be, be, be there and be destroyed. God will stand in and fight for you that you may hold your peace. I came all the way this morning to encourage somebody. It does not matter what you are going through. You might not know how God is going to fix it tomorrow but I have the assurance to let you know that God shall fix it and you will not drown. Hey, It does not matter how raging the storm is. I want you to Fix your eyes on Christ. Because you will overcome. You will come out of it. Your story will be different. You will tell it to testify to the world. And they will ask you, were you able to survive this? And you tell them, yes, I survived it. Because greater is he that is in me than the one that is in the world. Don't give up on that dream. Don't give up on that project. Don't give up on that marriage. Don't give up on that relationship. Don't give up. Don't give up. It does not matter how it delays. It does not matter how long it takes. It does not matter how the situation looks worse. I want you to know that when it gets worse, then it will get better. You have been blessed by our broadcast. In support of this ministry, please dial the USSD code STAR 447 STAR 500 HASH on all mobile networks. You can also make bank transfers to Echo Bank. Bank branch East Lagon. Account name ICDC East Lagon. Account number 144 100007 9332. God bless you. When I was weak, you showed me your strength. Now I'm convinced. i mm-hmm.